This is very exciting. Welcome to the first episode of Insights into Insight. I'm Dr. Amit Patel, and with the help of my guests, I will be exploring how Insight plans to revolutionize the use of data within eye health. Let me introduce myself. I'm Dr. Amit Patel, a medical doctor, and I specialized in emergency medicine until 2013 when I lost my sight overnight due to keratoconus. I'm now registered severely sight impaired. Since being registered blind, I've been on a journey to learn to live with my sight loss building my confidence, learning to navigate the world without vision, and learning to read Braille. Once I got to grip with the basics, I set out to help others who were new to sight loss through volunteering with charities. I'm now an active campaigner for accessibility and diversity and inclusion, and I speak out against the issues that disabled people face every day. However, I don't do this alone. I have a beautiful Labrador guide dog called Kika, who is always by my side, and together, we managed to navigate the world safely. Kika was the inspiration for me to write my story. And earlier this year, my first book called Kika and Me was published. I take the reader through my sight loss journey, including the impact that sudden sight loss had on me, having to reinvent myself, my career, and the ups and downs of life without sight. Throwing into the mix, becoming a dad for the first time. Now, let me give you a quick overview of Insight. Insight is one of seven health data research hubs across the UK, and it's a collaboration between six partners. The University Hospital Birmingham NHS Foundation Trust, Moorfields Eye Hospital NHS Foundation Trust, the University of Birmingham, Roche, Google Health, and the charity Action Against Age-Related Macular Degeneration. Its aim is to speed up research for new medicines and treatments support quicker diagnosis and potentially save lives. It's focused on eye health and its connections to the wider health issues, including diabetes and dementia. And this is what blows my mind. It will turn routine eye images, currently more than 25 million images a year across the whole of the NHS, into innovations to improve patient care. Insight will bring together lots of anonymous data, which will be analysed and the results will hopefully help disease detection, diagnosis and treatments. Personally, it's great to see so much more being done within the eye health research and exploring the links to other diseases. Now, I'm no expert, but I'm keen to find out how all of this has come together. And who better to tell me more about Insight than the director of Insight himself, Alistair Denniston. Welcome, Alistair, and thank you for joining me today. Hello, Amit, and um, thank you very much for this invitation. I feel really honoured to be on the, the, the first of these podcasts. Thank you. Now, I look forward to telling, <laughs> telling you more. Brilliant. So how did this all come about? Because I know eye research isn't always on the front line. It's, it's I, For me personally, I haven't seen a lot of research happening in, in such a big collaboration. So how, how, how has this all come about? I mean, so I, before I tell you the story of Insight, perhaps I can tell you a bit of story about my part within it and the reason why I'm an ophthalmologist, so an eye specialist. So I'm based in Birmingham, but actually uh, what not that many people know is that my, I was, my brother is blind and has been blind since near birth. And so I've grown up and I'm getting on now, um, but I've grown up. So all my life uh, living uh, with somebody who ha had severe, severe sight loss from birth and sort of walking that journey with him, I suppose, in terms of as, as he learned how to uh, interact with, with the world 
and um, he's went through lots of eye hospital appointments, etc. And there was no there was no treatment for for his condition. Um, and we continue. He lives around the corner from me uh, still. And so I've been, that's been part of my, my journey. And as I moved then into medicine and then became an eye specialist, I guess this is something that, that brings a slightly different dimension to how I practice, how I practice um, eye care. And also, um, this has also been an a, a incredible motivator, you can imagine, for me to, to work to try and discover new treatments and faster diagnostic strategies and working with any tools we have to help preserve sight for people or try and recover where they've been hit by a sight-threatening disease, such as keratoconus that you mentioned. So that's a bit about my, my personal, personal story. The story of insight goes back and builds on the work that um, we and others have done in terms of utilizing routinely collected health data. So what I'd call everyday encounters type data and to make sure that that's not wasted. So I guess when people think about research, they think about big clinical trials where people enroll specifically to join a trial of a new drug or a new test, um, but they don't think about the fact that actually every time we encounter a health professional, we're leaving insights, if you pardon the, the, the pun, or, or little bits of information through each of those interactions that are a bit like uh, uh, dots that can be joined together to build a bigger picture. So if, you've, if you took the example of keratoconus, there are very, very few studies comparatively on keratoconus, but there are lots of patients with keratoconus. So if rather than each of those encounters that a patient with keratoconus has with a health professional, instead of those being siloed and separated and never collated together, if there was a way that we could bring those together to understand this condition so much better, that would be incredibly powerful. Now, to do that, you don't need to know the name of each of those people. You just, they can be, this can be fully anonymized data, but you can just have enough information for each of those encounters, anonymized encounters, to start to piece together a pattern which would help us understand better how this condition is comes about, who's at risk, how we could diagnose it more reliably, what treatment works for who, recognizing that we can move towards personalized treatments, we can get the right treatment to the right person at the right time much faster. So this is the vision of insight, is to do this at scale across all um, sight-threatening conditions, to gather these everyday encounters safely with anonymized data to just join those dots together to get a better picture of eye health and those diseases that, that cause sight loss. So th that led to, that's the basic theme of the work, and that led to us building a, a collaboration of partners who had the same vision, what we call our North Star. So it's really important to us that, that the partners who, who were involved with this shared that same North Star of seeking patient benefit, ensuring that that the all the work we did around data was was directed towards helping patients preserve sight or recover sight, and then so there were six partners that you've mentioned at the head of the program. We brought that together um, for for an application as part of the Health Data Research UK initiative to build exactly these kind of data hubs 
which act as resources for researchers across a range of conditions. And you mentioned that you've not seen so much work around eye health and compared to compared to many other conditions. And that's absolutely true. We are a bit of a, a, a Cinderella or a forgotten, forgotten area. And yet um, the eye health counts for um, uh, 10% of all outpatient appointments. And we were, so it's a big problem across the UK. Uh, not, you know, it's a really significant thing that affects so many people and so many people's relatives. And we, we, we were really delighted when eye health was chosen as one of this first wave of hubs that you've mentioned. So they're hubs for other types of conditions, but uh, we're delighted to be leaving the U- leading the UK's eye health hub insight. And that, that to me is amazing because with sight loss, there's so much there that can be pre- prevented. Um, and obviously getting all this data and actually being ahead of the curve, it can actually stop someone from, from losing their sight. It could, it could help tailor medication or treatment for that specific person. And they don't have to go through that journey I went through. They would never experience that. But gathering that data is just key. And I, I, I think, I personally think that it's something that's definitely going to, it's going to gain momentum, isn't it? It's going to get bigger and bigger. And the more information you get, the, the, more, the more you can actually do with that. Um, and I guess having Roche Google Health involved means you've got the expertise from the other side as well. Yes. So, so that's right. So the partners, as well as sharing the same North Star, they bring different skill sets. So um, the, I guess it's, it's obvious that the NHS trusts bring that experience of, of caring for patients with, with a range of sight-threatening diseases. And also they're what is called the data controllers. So they, they have the responsibility of looking after this data. So, so um, no identifiable data would ever leave the NHS trust. That's all anonymized. And so only uh, safe anonymized data um, is is um, made available to reach researchers. So that that's what the NHS um, partners bring and bring those um, uh, real skills of understanding the condition and and understanding patient care. And I mean that patient care in the holistic sense. I don't just mean oh what your eye scans showed or what your measurements were were today. Um, and then with the university partner who brings additional analytical skills. Um, Google has particular skills in the technical infrastructure and actually the, the, the safe management of data. Uh, Roche uh, has experience both as a pharmaceutical company, but actually what people may not realize is they have absolutely fantastic analytical skills in, in what's called real-world data and generating real-world evidence. So, so this is, again, the, the messy everyday encounter type data that sits outside of a, a, a clinical trial. Um, action against uh, age-related uh, macular degeneration or AAMD um, is, uh, brings that kind of the understanding of the, the, the uh, leading cause of sight loss in the UK, uh, macular degeneration, and also research skills, uh, and also really speaks for, for, for patients with that condition. And indeed, one of the exciting aspects of Insight is that uh, AMD have led on putting together a, uh, an advisory board 
to help us ensure that we use the data that we are stewards of in the most responsible way and um, to maximize the, the, the benefit back to patients and to the NHS. I remember just after losing my sight that was sat in the consulting room at Moorfields Eye Hospital and I had nine consultants who were brought in from other hospitals to examine my condition. And the worst thing was to sit in a chair and have one consultant after another poking in my eyes. And I guess having all this data meant means that they can actually access this from where they are. It, it means that having the expertise from different hospitals, having all this information that is collaborated around the NHS, all having it in one place, having it analysed. And for me, I think that would be, that's that's the genius of this. As, as you mentioned before, you know, people think of eye research as having individuals going into clinics, having examinations, having that written up, but having real world data from hospitals around the NHS Trust, having conditions that have probably never been linked or have been linked, but there's not enough information. Just like you say, a keratoconus, it's a condition that affects so many people, but it's still very unclear on how it develops and how it, it kind of changes through through age as well, where I was very rare to, to lose my sight over keratoconus. I remember being at hospital and, and being told there's nothing else anybody could do for me. And the only thing I could do is is think to, to pack my bags and go off to the States because they were a little bit more advanced um, in, in knowing about keratoconus. But that's not the case for everybody. And having someone who can actually access the data, having having research who, researchers who are actually doing this um, in the background means that we are going to hopefully find out cures or find out preventions on not just keratoconus, but so many other eye health conditions and find out the links within it. I think that's what it really excites me. It's it's finding those links between conditions and eye health and, and stopping people from actually losing their sight or losing partial sight. Um, so... Where do, where do you see this in in five years' time? Do you do you see this as something that's just going to stay as it is, or do you think this is just going to expand and get bigger, and you're going to to kind of build on it and bring other hubs to actually coordinate within Insights? So we, our vision is absolutely to expand its um, the the number of partners and people involved with with Insights. So at the moment, there are two of of the UK's a very large um, NHS trusts that are involved. So uh, University Hospitals Birmingham and uh, Moorfields Eye Hospital. Uh, the uh, Moorfields Eye Hospital, for those who don't know, is uh, one of the world's leading eye hospitals. I would argue it is the leading eye hospital in the, in the world. And in fact, I think we can be really proud within the UK of our um, of the way we, we lead international research in, in eye health um, across a range of a, a range of areas. Um, the the particular opportunity that the Insight Hub brings on behalf of the UK is that ability to bring together the routinely collected everyday encounter type data that we that we all generate every time we go to an eye clinic appointment in a in a, in a safe, effective and efficient way that puts the patient's interests at the heart of it and trying to tackle this these knowledge gaps that we all have that you experienced in keratoconus that we need to get through if we're going to find faster ways of diagnosis and more effective treatments. And it's so powerful because 
of course, you know, a clinical trial costs millions and even billions of pounds, but um, to get a drug right the way from, through from concept to delivery. But of course, routine care is happening all the time because we, you know, we, we need it. And so to make sure that we're not missing on the opportunity of using that data and information to have greater insights of the condition is, is, is an absolute winner. And what we want to do is expand it from not being just Birmingham and Moorfields, London, but to move to this being a whole UK-wide uh, opportunity so that, so that patients across the UK can be contributing to this through just their, their routine experience of eye care. And that it's a bit like moving from a really low-resolution digital picture to something that is much more fine-tuned, that we can see the detail much much better. It's it's ramping up the quality of our understanding across any and every sight-threatening disease and enabling people to make better decisions. And I think, I mean, one of the things I would draw draw out that people may not have thought of is as I'm talking, they might be thinking, oh yes, you know, new treatments, yes, I get that. Um, more personalized treatments, that sounds nice. But what people may be slightly less aware of is we are going through what we'd call a digital health re revolution at the moment. And again, Moorfields has been the, absolutely at the forefront of this in the, in, um, in the world in terms of the application of digital health solutions to faster diagnosis and helping uh, treatment decisions in sight-threatening disease. So if I can give you a really exciting example, uh, the Moorfields team, who, who are also involved in the Insights program, they led the um, first study looking uh, with uh, DeepMind, a technology company, uh, that, um, and then with Google Health to identify uh, using artificial intelligence to diagnose a whole range of retinal conditions. And they matched the, the very best human experts in the ability of that algorithm to uh, diagnose these conditions. And what's amazing about that is that that's then a tool that can potentially be, be available to provide expert level diagnostic, rapid diagnosis across a whole range of conditions. And you can imagine that's like having an expert on tap on your computer all the time, potentially 24 seven. And so my hope is that as well as doing all the stuff we've talked about before in terms of new treatments, et cetera, but it will also provide the opportunity to have these kind of digital health solutions for rapid diagnosis using the power of artificial intelligence and digital health to really help people at scale and speed uh, speed their diagnosis and get them the right treatment earlier than we can currently. Brilliant. So can I ask, what's the first data set that you're going to be doing and why have you chosen that first? So the uh, two areas of particular interest first uh, because they're two of the leading causes of sight loss in the UK, are age-related macular degeneration and diabetic eye disease. And we have particular, um, we have experts on the team who have particular expertise in that area uh, and work with many patients who have lived experience of these conditions. The, uh, the COVID pandemic caused us to slightly reorientate one of those uh, use initial uses. So we're actually looking specifically as a very first example, we're looking at the use of uh, or the impact of COVID 
on the care of patients with macular degeneration. And the reason we wanted to look at that is to try and understand what impact the having to reduce the clinic, um, clinical service during the COVID pandemic uh, has had on people's treatment, delay in injections, delay in follow-up and so on. And that's important because then that helps us mitigate that. So the more we can understand of who's missing out, if they are missing out, where the, the gaps in the system are, then we can put the um, appropriate uh, measures in place to try and reduce the impact of that and improve care, both for where we are now in terms of the COVID pandemic, but also if there are future waves and future disruption. So that's that's analysis that is going on now as we speak. And as that becomes available, we will be making that openly available to help support hospitals such as Moorfields and Birmingham and beyond to make the right decisions and the best decisions by their patients. And lastly, what makes Insight different to uh, so just getting data directly from a hospital? Yeah, so I think there are a couple of things there. And it's worth saying that actually a lot of hospitals already do this kind of work, but at much smaller scale. So um, there's you could absolutely take data sets out of a hospital and try and do this kind of work. But there's, it's actually, it's a bit like taking oil out of the ground. It's not ready to go straight into your car. And data, as it comes out of the NHS or as it's used in the NHS, is pretty much like unrefined oil. There's an awful lot of work that has to go on in the background to, to um, put that data into a form that it can be easily understood and it's clear and that has high quality, as it were, sort of refined data. And also every NHS trust tends to handle their data in a slightly different way. So you can't just take it out uh, from each one and just assume that it'll look the same. So there's a lot of uh, what we call data curation and harmonization that needs to happen. But one of the biggest reasons for doing it, this kind of work through uh, Insight is because of the emphasis on uh, data security and appropriate use of data. So we, as part of Health Data Research UK, have a set of standards which are scrutinized at national level, and that will ensure that wherever the data is coming from, from, from the NHS, that is handled in this, in this way to make sure that uh, the data is, is anonymized and is appropriately used for patient benefit and returning uh, value back to the NHS. That sounds amazing. Well, thank you so much, Alistair, for joining me today. Thank you, Amit. I just can't believe how much information we hold within the NHS and to kind of put it all together and actually use it to benefit. It's going to be life-changing for so many people out there. And especially the fact that eye health is actually going to lead the way. Absolutely amazing. Uh, and well done for everything you've done so far. For my next episode, I will be joined by Kyan from Google and Jill from Roche to tell me more about what they do and what they bring into Insight. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm Dr. Amit Patel.